Hi there, everyone, and welcome back. You are tuned in to the Connected Packaging Summit. So now it's time to welcome to the virtual stage, Rachel Sheldon. Rachel is International Business Development Manager at Grider Packaging, and she's here to help us understand why packaging is more than just a product container. She's going to share some ideas for your next packagings, uh, packaging, sorry, and some insights for some successful packaging initiatives. This session is an interactive one, so please feel free to ask questions in the QA box below, and we'll try to get to each one as time allows. We'll also have an interactive poll, so stay tuned for that. Hi, Rachel. Welcome. Welcome. Thank you for being with us today. How are you doing? Hi, Jenny. I'm good. Thanks for inviting me today. Great to see you all. Good, good, no problem at all. We've been asking for some fun facts, or, or one, doesn't have to be plural, um, about our speakers today, that's something that not everybody knows about you. What's, what's um, your name or secret? Uh, I grew up around the corner from Robbie Williams, which I, I suppose is everybody's claim to fame if you if you live in Stoke-on-Trent, where I do. So um, for those who live in the UK and don't know Stoke-on-Trent, it's that place that nobody stops at on the way to Manchester or Birmingham. Um, so, yes. <laughs> Fantastic. All right. So great to, great to know that fun fact. Thank you, Rachel. So tell us a little bit around um, what we're here to talk about today. Tell us a little bit about Griner Packaging. Did you want to um, just share your screen and tell yeah, us? Yeah, I'll just share the screen. Just tell me, Jenny, when we're there. Do you see yeah. that now? Okay, so um, first of all, thanks a lot, Jenny and the Appetite Creative team um, for the invite today. Um, looking forward to sharing um, some information about our K3 packaging and how it can um, be further enhanced with a connected packaging experience. So for those of you who don't know Griner Packaging, um, we've been around manufacturing rigid plastic packaging um, for over 60 years. And we've got customers all over the world we are um, we have facilities in 30 locations in 19 different countries. The majority of our manufacturing sites are in Central Europe, although we have two locations in North America and two in Asia. So what I'm going to be telling you about today is K3 packaging. So, so what is K3 packaging? K3 is the registered trademark for our brand of cardboard plastic combination um, containers. So this means um, cardboard wrapped around a cup, a tub or a bottle. So um, this product's been in the market. We, we were first to market um, about 20 years ago and um, it's become one of the most popular packaging formats within our range. Um, and the great thing about it is that you can minimise the use of plastics and you can um, use boards um, that are virgin or recycled. Um, and the cup inside can be um, clear or white. Um, and there's lots of opportunities um, for graphics and that makes it really popular. Um, just to show you some of the um, different markets and applications that our K3 packaging has been used in at, at present. So we've been successful over the past few years with laundry detergents um, packaging and we've won various awards um, for sustainability um, around that pack. Um, you'll probably recognise some of our brands within the dairy sector. Um, 
we've also got ready meals um, ice cream packaging as well and we've got a massive growth area at the moment in, um, in noodles instant noodles so I'll just I'll just take you through some of some of the benefits um, as I mentioned earlier, um, we can we can dramatically reduce the amount of plastic that we use um, versus a, a traditional direct printed, say, yogurt cup. Um, if you look at if you look at the pictures there, the one on the left, so that's a ninety five a ninety five five hundred gram um, yogurt pot that you'll see in the supermarket, and that's eleven grams in weight. And then on the right, you'll see the K three equivalent. Um, and the plastic content has dropped to 7.4 grams. So almost 33% less plastic um, in that format. And as well, obviously there's a, there's a dramatic saving in CO2 emissions as well. So 17% less CO2. So again, I think, I think it's really important as a plastic manufacturer um, that we maximize the use of recycled um, materials. I think there is a place in the world for plastic, even though we get a bit of a bad press. Um, I think we, we're really determined and committed to do the best we can with the resources that we have. Um, the, the cardboard that wraps around, wraps around the plastic can be used from 100% recyclable board. We've got a multitude of plastics that can be used on the inner cups. So your traditional polypropylene. We've started work this year with recycled polypropylene and small batches, and we'll be going into larger production next year. Um, our, our recycled polystyrene, which is really popular in Central, Central Europe at the moment, not so popular in the UK, um, our pets, um, and hot fill PET, which is which is pretty new. So all of the recycled products, we can put 30% upwards of post-consumer waste into the material. But by default, many of our cups are actually tax exempt from the UK plastic tax. So this is the new tax that's coming into force in April 22. Um, and because the plastic is actually um, lightweight and the cardboard is heavier, those products that fall into that category are tax exempt. So what I really like about K3 is the fact that you can increase your print area by 100%. So many brands struggle to get the design and the legislative text and a barcode and the ingredients all onto the front of their packs. And this is where K3 is amazing because you've got a full area that you can, you can print on. You can tell a story, you can engage with your consumers and maybe promote other brands within your range on the inside. And you've, many of our products have got a captive audience. So consumers are actually eating from the products, eating noodles, um, consuming yogurt. So they're actually holding the product and they've got the time there where you're a captive audience and you can look at the packaging. And this is where it works amazingly well with a connected packaging experience. So just to explain how a connected packaging experience could work with Griner and K3 products, um, just, just done a little bit of an example there for you. So you can see on the right, there's a noodle cup there. And there's a promotion to win a PS5. This is just an example. 
So a small area for, on the front of the pack is going to be dedicated for the call to action. So this is featuring the promotion and it's telling your consumer um, to start the engagement with the consumer. Um, there's, there's a small QR code on the outside of the pack and that allows um, shoppers, if they're in the supermarket, if they see the product and they pick it up, they can scan the QR code on the outside, maybe to entice them in to buy the product. Um, and it can start a very basic data collection at that point without even purchasing the product. Hopefully they will purchase the product um, and to fully access the connected packaging, they need to consume the product, remove the cardboard from the paper cup and scan the second QR code. As you can see, that's on the inside. So then we you can ask whatever questions you like, and then that's all collected um, on a data, on a bespoke interface, which Appetite Creative will design and control for you and support you. And the great thing is that you can, you can tailor this around any of your brand's KPIs. So if you want to know who your, who your consumer is, um, what their flavor preferences are, buying behaviors, you can cross-brand different products, and again, it's all available on a bespoke dashboard um, that Appetite will, will fully um, support. So let's have a look at funding options. Um, so, so within Griner Packaging, we've got four different funding options. Um, and this makes the connected packaging experience completely accessible to any company, whether it be large or small. Um, so option one was the reverse of a K3 cardboard wrap has actually got a value to an advertiser. So we can work in collaboration with, with who you'd like to work with and creative appetite can go out and they can, they can find a complimentary um, sponsor partner. And, and for that privilege of, of, of engaging with your brand, they will cover the cost of the connected packaging experience. So there's no additional cost to you as a business on top of your packaging spend. Option two is for you to fully fund the connected experience yourself as a company and brand. And this gives you total control over exactly where you want to go with the connected experience and what you want to achieve. Obviously, option one, there is a little bit of collaboration so that you know you, you need to work with the partner to, to, to make it work. But option two, you've got full control of exactly what you want to achieve with the connected experience. Option three, we're always looking for brands to, to work in collaboration with. So um, we, we want to increase um, education about plastics and recycling. Um, so the, there's opportunities there for the right companies um, to collaborate with Griner Packaging and we can we can look at um, costs together. And then option four. Um, option four is we've got brands with our customers within, within Griner Packaging that want to do these, these connected packaging experiences and they're willing to collaborate with other brands, complementary brands. And we can put you together in a pool and then you can share the costs of the campaign um, amongst you. So, so that is, that's my short presentation. Yeah, fantastic. So I guess the first thing to, to kind of just um, ask, because two QR codes, because you've got one QR code on the front and then one QR code on the, on the inside. 
and and that's what helps with the recycling talk me through that a bit yeah so so that is so by default what we want people to do is we want people to separate the pack so by having um the the code on the inside on the outside and the inside to fully access um the connected lovely connected packaging experience the consumer has to take the cardboard off the cup so then you're left with two separate packaging um paper and and plastic so that's that's where it aids and i think as well just just generally educating and um, this is a great platform to educate about recycling in general you know tell your consumer where you source your raspberries from or you know what what to do with your packaging now that now that it's been consumed yeah absolutely. so that so that obviously makes some fantastic um ideas around the recycling of course if we can um increase recycling rates that's obviously a benefit to to the planet as a whole what about um your customers what are they finding or what do they see as the benefits from doing the connected packaging I'd say from a customer point of view, it's in the main as the analytic data. I mean, being able to know who is your customer. I mean, I think a lot of brands think they know who the customer is, but but do you? Who's buying um, who's buying your products? What's the age age range, male or female? It's really being able to get to get inside the heads of, of your consumers, really. And I think that's it's a very difficult um thing to do with a lot of, of um, advertised and promotional mediums um, but this one this one does really work well um, and I think again another massive benefit is that you can try it and it's not going to cost anything as long as we can find you a, a promotional partner so why not give it a go mm. no I think that's a really interesting one as well you know you can you can almost dip your toe in the water um, and and see how that works before you kind of uh, go full steam ahead of that as a as a strategy, which I think is is really interesting. Um, what about um, the, the data itself? You said there's lots of different things that people could could look at. So uh, scan rates. Um, what else could yeah. they look? At? Yeah, you could look at scan rates. Um, you could you could look at maybe ask how amazing would it be if you were coming up with a new product, and you could ask your consumers in advance what flavors they'd like to, to see you know and yeah. um, it could be a promotion of would you prefer a strawberry than a chocolate and then you could almost you can you can tailor make your production and your forthcoming products around exactly what people are looking for you know that's that's i think that's a really a really useful tool tool for this and again you could use it for, you know promotions and competitions and the social media aspect um, you know, people people love a selfie, you know, and, and you could you can build in a social media sharing campaign in there, you know, mm -hmm. where it's linking to Instagram and it's linking to Facebook um, and all the different platforms. And that can all be done around the connected packaging experience. And bring you kind of new, um, bring you to new audiences as well that might not. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And I think as well, you touched on being able to understand the consumer. So once you knew who your consumer was, you could also then target that campaign. So selfies, of course, is great if we're talking about yeah. young audience, perhaps yeah. more research for the older. Yeah. Um, and I think as well, we touched on as well, Jenny, before is the whole sustainability side of things. So you could email, you could, we've got, 
we've got a big presence with Plastic Bank, um, which is, you, you know, an initiative with collecting and recycling plastics. And you could you could link that initiative to any corporate social responsibilities that you've got as well. Um, maybe run a, a promotion for buying wind turbines or, you know, sorting out air pollution or planting trees. Um, that could all be, you know, focused at if you've got a different, you know, different mark, different consumers. Again, but you can you can establish all this quite easily through this kind of thing. No, definitely. Um, that makes good sense. I mean, connected packaging, as we know, is a reality for many businesses, but not everyone. So there's still a lot of brands um, worldwide that are yet to, to look at integrating um, this solution into their, into their packaging. What do you think are the barriers or what's preventing brands from taking that step forward? I think most people think oh that looks very nice and oh that looks very expensive you know i think that's the thing you know and that's straight away you do these you do these these pitches and then it's um oh how much is that going to cost you know and i think i think that's that is a big stumbling block and i think you know if you want a campaign that is um, you know, cost effective, or you want to go bells and whistles, and you know, there is so many different levels between and the and affordable and ways that it can be funded. Um, you know, if you've if you're willing to go with a promotional partner and you're willing to compromise and give them a bit of your a bit of your area, and and you know, it, it's doable and it's not going to cost anything. So I think that's that's the main thing. Cost. I think another stumbling block was that was the QR thing. I mean up until covid qr codes did did many people know who they are if you did you if you did know what it was you needed to download an app um, yeah. and it was quite difficult i think now with covid that whole qr you know fear has gone away because everybody's just on a daily basis just scanning and you know it's just become part of life with track and trace and, and menus and the like so i think that was was a was a stumbling block um you know definitely i think i think yeah I, I think i think it's the technology as well i think people are a little bit afraid of the technology um but but obviously you're the experts and you know you can you can guide them through that whole process yeah the, the fear of the unknown i suppose yeah which makes sense. Going back to uh, what you said around um, QR codes, that leads us to our interactive poll. So we just wanted to ask the audience today, of the people who are with us here, when did you last scan a QR code? Was that today, this week, last week, last month, this year, or I can't remember, never? So we just give that a few more seconds to go. See. Yes, indeed, indeed. So we'll give it three, two, one. So we end the polling there. So, okay, fantastic. 50% of people um, who scanned a QR code this week. Um, so that's pretty good. Today, 28%. So again, really, really high. Um, that's, you know, 78, nearly 80% of respondents saying actually they have scanned either a QR code today or this week. And then another 11% on last week and 11% in I can't remember or never. 
no one in last month and no one in this year. I'm not sure what that tells us, um, <laughs> but that definitely tells us that over um, 80, well, up to 80% of people scanning today or, or this week. So I think that just really proves the point that you're talking about, which is, you know, QR codes, um, although they, they launched around 10 years ago, um, QR codes obviously had those technology barriers, needing to have to download a, a QR code scanner, people not really knowing what to do with them. I think, you know, that, that proves it. People know what to do. Um, and, and, and I think that makes it obviously a much more interesting option now uh, for brands, brands to think about. Um, what do you think um, K3 in particular is, is a good opportunity for anyone who's listening? I think K3 as a whole, um, it's such a sustainable, sustainable packaging method. Um, as I explained earlier, the, the plastics that we can use, we've got every market covered, whether you've got a product that's chilled. If it's high pasteurized, um, we've got materials that will stand up for that with, with recycled content. So it's a really sustainable packaging uh, medium. And as I say, it's, it's easily sep separated. It can go into the, into the recycling stream in the UK without any fancy collections, um, which obviously um, likes of some paper cups um, require specialist recycling um, services built in. So I, I just think as, and, and, and again, you can tell your story, you can, you can educate, educate people about how to behave with plastics. And I think that's, that's the main, my main drive and rant about the whole plastic war that, you know, plastic's not a bad, a bad material, we just need to use it properly. Um, so you can educate people with K3 packaging as well. Yeah, really interesting that you've got that use of that extra space um, yeah. that, that, you know, a lot of a lot of other brands um, don't have, or packaging, I should say, sorry, don't have. We've got a question in oh. from the audience. Um, QR codes are trending now more because of COVID, but will they remain relevant in the future, replacing restaurant menus, um, e.g., for example, um, can this experience be improved any further? Will, will it stay? Do you think QR codes are here to stay? I think QR codes are here to stay. I mean, I'd, I'd, if you see, if I see a QR code and I'm just sat there, I just give it a zap. You know, I don't know whether it's the job or whether we, you know, the. I think I think QR codes are here to stay. We went out for lunch on Sunday. My 86 year old mother-in-law grabbed a phone and scanned the QR code as she was going in for Sunday lunch without anybody saying, you know, you need to, you need to track and trace. I think it's just part of, it's part of who we are now. Um, I think I'd be surprised if menus all go back to, to being paper formats. I think, again, with sustainability and saving on cost and the environment, you know, to put a QR code and get people to use in technology. I'd be very surprised if, if QR codes disappear. That's yeah. my opinion anyway. I don't know what you think, Jenny. No, I think that's a good point. I mean, I was thinking more from a, a you know, restaurant cost perspective, because obviously once the menus get dirty, people are touching yeah. them, they're in food and all, all that kind of stuff, then they need to be replaced. And there's, there's a cost element there. So I was thinking about that, but then also there's a sustainability element as well. You know, people... People want to see sustainable solutions, and obviously, digital is better than paper. 
Um, so I think there's there's a really good point there. And, you know, also it gives you the ability to change things on the fly. So, yeah. you know, if you haven't got a, a dish available anymore because of whatever reason, you can immediately take it off the menu and avoid people ordering something that's no, no longer available. And I think that immediacy is really interesting when we think about connected packaging as well, because you can change what that QR code leads to um, just in the same way you can change the products on a menu, you can also change what that actually uh, leads to as well. So we've got, you know, we've got some campaigns running where we've got always on campaigns. So there's the same QR code on the packaging, but it's actually changing what that leads to during the campaign. So when we've got our um, brands that are around Christmas time, they, they've got their Christmas campaign, but it's the same QR code on the packaging. And then when we're into the kind of January, February, they start talking about heritage and show their TBC, um, et cetera. And then that same QR code as we come, come into Easter, then starts talking about um, Easter campaigns and, and Easter egg hunts and all those types of things. So I think it's that immediacy as well that kind of makes um, QR codes more interesting, I think, um, than, than thinking about printing things out um, when things are changing all the time. Um, is there any particular um, category that you think in particular um, this connected packaging works better for across all the, I mean, you've got quite a lot of different products. Yeah, I mean, we primarily, I'd say that Rhino Packaging, are, are we, we primarily food brands um, and we've got an element, as I say, um, the detergent side of things um, for, the, for, the, for the tubs, for the capsules. Um, has, has been a massive growth area for this for this for this product. You can, I mean, it, it can be it can be used across anything really. I think I think it comes into its own when you've got lots of information that you need to get onto a product. Um, so multilingual, um, it, it, it works really well there. Um, but it's the, the opportunities are endless. Really, it can go across across all, even down to toys. It's been used for in the past. Um, so so yeah yeah. It's, it works for all. We've got a question um, from the audience. Um, feel, feel free um, to, to pass it over. Um, do you think that one of the technologies that will prevail in the field of connected packaging long term, do you think, for example, QR codes will outrun NFC chips, for example? Over to you. <laughs> I wondered if that might happen. More your, more your bag than mine. <laughs> No problem, no problem. So yes, there are lots of different ways to do connected packaging. QR codes is just one of them. You can also do NFC. We can help you with that. We can also help you with beacon technology and we can also help you with Digimark, um, a, another way to be able to have digital fingerprinting um, put onto your packaging. However, in answer to the question, um, do I think that one of these will prevail? I do think that because of all the reasons that we've just talked about, that QR codes are really in the vernacular, people you know, are scanning these every day, and it's cheaper than obviously the cost of NFC chips or um, beacon technology. I do think that QR codes will be the most popular. Um, I do think that as technology evolves, um, there will be other types of experiences uh, that brands will start moving into. But I think we're just at that cusp of, of the wave taking um, connected packaging to the next stage. And I think that once that wave starts to begin uh, moving forward, we will then see other technologies and other experiences. But 
I think the majority will be using um, QR codes um, for, for the technology there. Was that an okay answer, Rachel? Yeah, that was perfect. It's very <laughs> better myself. <laughs> great stuff, great stuff. Well, we're, we're coming to the end of the session, but I just wondered if you could maybe wrap up a little bit in terms of tips for anyone getting started. Is there anything in particular that they, they should be asking you or? Just, just come and have a chat. Um, we've got 1,200 off-the-shelf products just on cups alone globally at your disposal that you're welcome to come and get samples and chat to us about. Um, come and, just come and have a chat. And I think we've got a fantastic relationship with Appetite Creative and together we can work with you to show you what's achievable. Thank you. Thanks very much, Rachel. Thank you for your time. Thank you for joining us. Um, thank you for taking us through um, the K3. I'm sure lots of people um, have got a much better idea in terms of the recycling opportunities there, but also the commercial opportunities um, and advertising opportunities that are open to them. So thank you very much.